0: Good evening, and welcome to The Right Way. I'm your host, Martha Wright, and in this podcast, we discuss different ways on how to live life the right way. We go and dig deeper into the Word of God, into what God says about how we should live our life on a day-to-day basis. So today, we're going to be looking at the words preparation versus procrastination. There's preparation versus procrastination. We'll be studying from the book of John, chapter 5. John, chapter 5. So join me as we discuss preparation versus procrastination. Now let's look at the words preparation and procrastination. Preparation in the Webster Dictionary says, The action or process of making ready for use or consideration. Something done to get ready for. Procrastination states, The action of delaying or postponing something. Both of these words, if you notice, they said the action. The action. So both of these words are a call for action. Preparation and procrastination. Now, we look at preparation, and and we all have something that we prepare for. Prepare for a new job, prepare for a new business, preparing for a new ministry. Right now, we're preparing for a major winter storm that's coming through. We're preparing to get our. Make sure that our uh, pipes are covered. We're uh, making sure we have enough food in the house. We're making sure we have our medication that we that's needed. Uh, we're getting prepared for this great winter storm that's coming through. So that's preparation. But now, if we would take our time and say, "Well, I'm just going to wait." I'm going to see what tomorrow's going to bring. I'll see how cold it'll get tomorrow. I'll wait till tomorrow afternoon to see if it'll get any better. And we allow that time to pass without preparing. That's when procrastination comes in. And with procrastination become, comes excuses. And with excuses, we, we see that excuses uh paralyzes us. It uh, pr- Excuses... Uh, causes things to to not go forth. You know, we, we it doesn't have we, it. We don't. It doesn't. We don't get it. It doesn't happen. It don't. It don't come forth. Okay, so we procrastinate with that. So we're gonna look a little bit deeper into preparation and procrastination as we look into the Word of God. And we're going to John chapter five. John chapter five, and we're talking about. This is a a, a very familiar uh, uh, passage in John chapter 5, talking about the healing at the pool. The healing at the pool. Now, many of us, we have read this many, many times. Many times. But, you know, each time you read something, and when it's based on something different that you're talking about, you get a, get a different perspective. You get a different outlook on something. So as you read this and you think about procrastination and preparation, I want you to think and, and meditate on it and see what you get out of it. And see the understanding that you can get so that you can get a better understanding of living the right life and the things that, what you need to change when it comes down to preparation and procrastination in your life. So let's look at John chapter 5, and we're starting at verse 1, and I am reading out of the NIV version, because this is where I get a a better understanding out of the NIV. It says, sometime later, Jesus went up to Jerusalem for one of the Jewish festivals, Now there in Jerusalem, near the Sheep gate, a pool, which in Arimetic is called Bethesda, and which is surrounded by five covered colonnades. Here a great number of disabled people used to lie, the blind, the lame, the paralyzed. One who was there, had been an invalid for 38 years. When Jesus saw him lying there and learned that he had been in this condition for a long time, he asked him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the invalid replied, I have no one to help me into the pool when the water is stirred. While I am trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. Then Jesus said to him, get up pick up your mat and walk at once the man was cured he picked up his mat and walked we're gonna stop right there just for a second now they had different ones a great number of disabled people they would come to this pool daily the blind the lame the paralyzed and the angel would stir up the water and they believed that if they would get into this water, that they would be healed. Now, I don't know, you know, what Jesus thought about all of this happening. I don't know what, you know, I, I really don't know the whole concept of it. But this is what they came to the water for. And if they would get into that water, they would be healed. Now, I don't know how many would, was able to get in on a daily basis. It don't say how many. So maybe it was just a number of few that can get in on each day. I don't know. But think about this. This man, for 38 years, for 38 years, he had, this, he had been an invalid for 38 years. Now, I don't know if it took him 38 years to going back and forth to the pool to get in there. Because that would have been a mighty long time to continue going back and forth to, to get into that pool. so that he can be healed. But he had the insurance that he wanted to try to get into that pool. But think about it, okay. A little bit farther here, he said, he he told Jesus in verse 7, when Jesus asked him, do you want to get well? He said, sir, I'm an invalid. He he said, the invalid was, she said, sir, I have no one to help me in the pool. And when the waters are stirred, and then he said, and while I'm trying to get in, someone else goes down ahead of me. So he had two excuses right there. One excuse where he had nobody to pick him up and put him in there. And then each time he tried to get a little closer, somebody get ahead of him. He had two excuses of why he couldn't get in. And then all of a sudden Jesus just told him, said, He said, Get up. Get up. Pick up your mat and walk. Now, evidently, Jesus had been watching this certain man because I'm quite sure he saw everybody else getting into that water. But I guess, you know, he he sat there and he wondered why this man, or he saw others, you know, taking advantage maybe or going ahead of this gentleman. Maybe Jesus just had compassion and was watching him and to see, you know, I'm going to help him to get into this water. I'm going to help him to be healed, you know. So what they didn't recognize, and the people, if you think about it, what all of them didn't recognize, uh, they were thinking about getting into the water to be healed, but they didn't notice that Jesus was there, the ultimate healer, who, who would, could have healed them all, you know, by the laying on of hands, but nobody recognized that Jesus was there, but they, Jesus, he told this man to get up and to walk. Now, if we go a little bit farther into this chapter, uh, into verse 9, it says, uh, The day on which this took place was the Sabbath, a Sabbath. And so the Jewish leader said to the man who had been healed, It is the Sabbath. The law forbids you to carry your mat. But he replied, The man who made me well said to me, Pick up your mat and walk. So they asked him, Who is this fellow who told you to pick pick it up and walk? The man who was healed had no idea who it was, for Jesus had slipped away into the crowd that was there. Later Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, You are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had made him well. Notice that the man didn't even know it was Jesus that was telling him to pick up the mat and walk. He didn't recognize who it was. He didn't even know. It was Jesus that was telling him. And notice how Jesus slipped away from him. Slipped away through the crowds. He showed, he, he did the miracle of make, having the man to get up and walk again. He slipped away in the crowd. And the man never knew who it was that actually healed him. But then when Jesus did meet up with him again, he said, you're now healed. Don't sin anymore or something else worse can happen, just continue to get up and walk. I say all of that to say, as we make preparation rather than procrastination, when God tells us to to do something, to start a business, to start a ministry, to to, to, uh, start a new job, a position, He tells us to get up and walk and to move. Do we prepare for that step, or do we procrastinate? We should be making preparation to prepare to move forward. You know, it's an action. We should make take immediate action to, to do what God is telling us to do. Just as this man did. Immediately, he got up and he walked. He walked he went forward and he walked. so as, as god tells us to do a certain thing a certain task he put something on our heart the first thing we should do is prepare our way make preparation the action of moving getting up doing what he told us to do and yeah sometimes we get up when we may be afraid we we want to procrastinate, you know, we want we think, well, maybe if I, I'll wait until this time comes, or I'll wait until this gets better, I'll wait till I get more money, I, I'll wait until I, I, I it 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 looks a little better for me. You know, we start to procrastinate, but that procrastination causes excuses, and the excuses eventually paralyze us into doing what God has put forth for us to do. See, when we do what we can do in the natural, in our natural state, when we do what we can do in the natural, then God will do what He does in the supernatural. He'll make our natural supernatural. We just have to cooperate with Him. When I uh, going on seven years ago, when God placed on my heart to Began a ministry with women, uh, women of like-mindedness, women that seeking him, women that uh, uh, want to help the need of others, women who was prayer warriors and praying for others and praying for the needs of others. When he placed that on my heart to do, I did not know where to start. I didn't know what to do, and each time I would procrastinate, saying, "I'm gonna start it then. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna. I'll start doing this and that later. I'll start. I'll start it next week. I'm gonna. But I have to get this together and that together. I would procrastinate on what God had put before me to do. I remember a lady telling me, when I started the ministry, "You have no idea." what you're doing. And I told her, you're right. I have no idea of what I'm doing, but I know that God knows what I'm doing. And I definitely know he knows what he's doing. So I'm going to put my trust in him and do and go forth in what He has put before me to do. Now, God has, has put things on my heart many, many times. He's given me different things to do. to, to He's given me different visions uh, to to rise up and to, to take my mat and mark, but a lot of times I procrastinated. A lot of times I listened to different voices a lot, you know, and, uh, and I just backed away from it. A lot of times if it didn't look like it was going the way I thought it would go, I, I jumped out of it. But only to be grateful and thankful that God is giving me another opportunity, another chance to start over again. So he will do that. But if we don't, Walk into the vision. If we don't walk into the purpose that He has put before us. Why? Well, he's not gonna just wait for you. He, uh, he, he, his work continues to be done. So someone else will do it. You know, He'll put he'll put it on somebody else to do. It. But He never gives up on you. He never gives up on you. And I thank God for not giving up on me. So as I go back and I, I reflect on those seven years. Seven years uh, in the sister with the sisterhood ministry. It, it was it's a task, it's, it's been a task, it's been a challenge, and but it's been a learning journey a great, a great journey. It's been a growing journey, and I had to prepare and still prepare. I had to prepare for. Uh, what's ahead, you know, what's what's to come. I prepared for lessons. I prepared uh, to get things together for the sisters. I prepared, I, pre- I did documents. I did uh, uh, all types of preparation. We started off uh, doing five days a week of ministry, where we were prayer ministries at 6 a.m. every morning. I had to prepare myself to get up on time. Because at that time I was working 12 hour shifts. And so as I was driving to work, I was doing doing the prayer on the line, on the phone, you know, doing the ministry on the phone. Consistency. Doing what God has placed on my heart. And that desire, you have to have a desire to do it, a passion to do it. Otherwise, you would just give up on it. But when you have that burning desire, that burning passion, and you know it's from God you commit it, you're content with it, and you just keep going. You pick up your mat, and you walk with it. So I had to prepare lessons. I had to prepare what I'm saying. I had to prepare enough times where I can get to, uh, as I'm going down the highways and talking to the ladies on the the conference call line and praying for others and getting in the parking lot and still uh, saying the prayers. Just a preparation. Now, if I would have procrastinated on it, I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't be where I am today. We went from five days. We went down to three days. And now we're down to one day a week, which we do about an hour and a half on Saturday mornings, And it's still going strong. And God is still doing a great thing, a great thing in the ministry. And I'm grateful. So I say that to tell everyone that just your natural, God would make it supernatural. His supernatural. It it will, you you will be blown out of your mind to see the things that God can do and will do with you if you allow Him to just be God. So there are some reasons why we procrastinate. Sometimes we, have, we ask the question, well, what's stopping me from doing this? Why can't I really just do it? You know, why do I keep making excuses? There are some reasons sometimes. There are some reasons to the, the procrastination. One is, you know, professionalism. We, we want everything to, to be just right. We, we won't do anything until we think that uh, everything is just right. Oh, God tell you to start a business where you want to, instead of just getting up and starting you know see with what you have in your hand with whatever you have you know you said well I'm gonna wait till I, I get a building then I'm gonna wait till I get all the furniture in that building well then I, I better wait till I get me an employee that's working with me you know we start to procrastinate and wait and put off making excuses because we, that professionism, we want everything done just right, you know, just right, you know, rather than just getting up and move with what we have. Because remember what I said, God will take your natural and make it supernatural. When I, when, as I was starting this podcast, I knew God had placed on my heart to, to spread the word in different ways. You know, through podcasts, through social media, and even with this pandemic that has come through, it really opened up a door. You know, it opened up an avenue to be able to do exactly what God had placed on my heart to do. But guess what? He had placed it way before the pandemic. But I made so many, I procrastinated with it. Excuses, behind excuses. Well, I need to get me the right microphone. You know, I need the right lighting when I be on YouTube, so I won't look so dark on camera. I want to make sure I got everything. I'm I'm dressed right, and you know, got this on right. I want to look presentable. You know, uh, even even in my office in the home, on my home, I I, I I changed around this and and I did uh, you know just making all type of changes. That was a distraction to me. Because it was taken away from what God had told me to do. To sit down, just and to get up, take my mat and walk, just get it done. Just do it. Just do it. You know, I was wondering, was I going to say the words right? Or, or how um, is my, my speech going to be a, the, the right way? But God said, just do it. Just do it. I'll take your natural and make it a supernatural. So, some, you know, so that's a, one reason of why we don't do, you know, we, we procrastinate as professionals. We we just feel like before we uh, start something, we gotta do it right first. You know, before we go to church, we gotta make sure we got it. I have to buy a new suit. I have to buy a new dress before I go to church. No, the, the words says, "Come as you are." You no, know, come and put on what you have. And come with a different motive. What's the motive in your mind? What's your motive for going to, to, the word, to the church? Is it to hear the Word of God or is it for people to see what you got on or how you look? So, you know, professionism. And we look at Ecclesiastes 11 and 4 and in the Amplified uh, version it says, he who observes the wind And waits for all conditions to be favorable will not sow. And he who regards the clouds will not reap, waiting on everything to be perfect. So we won't sow or we won't reap when we just observe, when we just sitting back waiting for the to, to to be coming. To be perfect, to be right before we even start something, he's saying, we if we wait on those conditions. We won't sow. We won't reap. So the, that's a, one of the reasons of procrastination. Another reason is indecisiveness. Indecisiveness when we we just we we can't make up our mind and what we want to do. Just can't make up our mind. I don't know. I know when I started in the sisterhood, I was like, Lord, I don't think I'm qualified for this. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm going to be doing the right, saying the right thing. Indecisiveness just couldn't make up my mind. And that causes procrastination. Rather than doing what God just told a man, to get up, Take your man and walk. Just get up and do it. Like the, 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 the slogan from Nike, just do it. Just do it. And another reason is laziness. <laughs> yeah? Laziness. You don't, you just don't want to put forth the effort. You don't want to put forth the effort to change. You keep saying, well, one day I'll do it. I'll do it this time. I'll do it in a uh, in a couple more weeks uh, you know I I don't know. You know, and that's too much work. You know, and they're putting all the work on me. And I ain't got time for all of that. You know, just don't want to put forth the work. So those three themes, professionism, uh laziness, and uh oh my goodness, and decisiveness. <laughs> All of the, those three things are reasons for procrastination. But when we don't, we stop and think about it and not, you know, make excuses and, and stop procrastination and, and, and stop procrastinating in different areas and just do what God put before us to do. And start preparing the way for us, Prepare, preparing ourselves for what God has put before us to do. Then, that's when change comes. Change comes. Now listen, change don't come just because we pray about it. I'm not saying that we're not supposed to pray for change. Don't, don't get me wrong. We are to pray for change. We pray for whatever. We, we talk to God for whatever our needs may be. But change don't come just because we, pray. we prayed about it. Change don't come just because you wrote it down, you know, it's said in a word, but God gives you the, the vision he gives, he gives you, write the vision down, make it clear, but the change don't come just because you wrote it down. We can always write something down. Change don't come just because you spoke it to somebody. Change comes, and it's change, it's change, when you put forth the effort to get up, To move and to make it happen. That's when the change comes. When you get up and move and make it happen. Yeah, you pray about it. You talk to God about it. You hear what he has to say. You listen to what he tells you in the process. You write the vision down. You write it down, what he tells you to do. Because he tells you that in the word. To write the vision down, make it clear. Yeah, you, you, you can talk about it. But it actually comes together when you take forth that effort, effort to get up, to move, and to make it happen. That's true change. That's not just good intentions or I intended to do that. No, that's true change. making it happen. So everything starts with a simple act the, either the act of preparation the act of procrastination but it's all in cooperation with God when we cooperate with him we feel better well, and we'll know uh, we can understand better how to walk within the preparation. How to deal with the preparation rather than the procrastination. And it takes action to do what the Holy Spirit is telling us to do. It takes action. Which action? The preparedness or the procrastination? Which one? Choose. Choose which one for yourself. Think about it. Meditate on it. What's going to make your life right? What's going to make your life a little bit better? The preparation or the procrastination? Think about the, the invalid. Didn't know who Jesus was, but he listened to him and said, and he said, you want this? And, and you know, if you really want something, if you truly want something, no matter what it is, Gonna get up and make it happen. You get up and make it happen. You know, you hear I used I used to hear people with oh, some ladies on the on the prayer line say, girl, I can't get up because it's so early in the morning. I just cannot get up in the morning to get on the prayer line. It's just too early. But if you wanted something to happen, you'll make it happen. If we wanted to go on a cruise and it was getting up at four o'clock in the morning, We wanted to happen. We will make it happen. It just takes action. Preparation. Think about those two things in your life. Preparation. Procrastination. Remember how God told Moses to build the ark? Moses Moses had to prepare each day on what he was doing. How he was going to build the ark how heavy it had to be, how long, how big preparation he had to make. Now, he could have procrastinated, and guess what would have happened? He would have lost his life in the flood. But no, he prepared, just like Jesus told him to do. And he he and his family were saved, right? So if he would have made excuses and procrastinated, the excuses, what? What I said earlier what the excuses would do? It'll paralyze us. It'll paralyze us. And so he would have lost his life. But no, he listened to God, what God told him. He listened to the instructions. And he and his family were saved through it all. What are we preparing for now in our life, in your life? Think about Matthew 24 44. It tells us to, to prepare. Matthew 24 and 44, it tells us to prepare. He say, we must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. We don't know when Jesus is coming back, but we prepare each and every day for his coming. This is a preparation right here. Listening to his word, understanding where you are. Seeing the changes that you can make in your life before He comes back again, you know, because we want to make changes. We we when we stand face to face with Jesus, we want Him to say, "Well done, good and faithful servant. Come on in." We want Him to know who we are. So we should be making preparation right now to be ready. Of the coming in the hour we don't even know but we're getting prepared right now so think and meditate on those two things too. preparation versus procrastination I'm working on some things with procrastination yep I am working on some in time by timing I'm working on time management procrastinating you know just doing other things getting distracted I'm working on it and I know each and every one of us has something that we're working on I know each and every one of us are preparing for something bigger and greater in our life and if God has given you something a vision in your life a purpose a plan he says in his word he gave us all uh, he has a purpose and a plan for each and every one of us that are good he's not going to give you nothing half that's half step and he's not going to just give you something and throw you out there to the wolves but he do want you to be ready get up take your take up your your mat and walk just do it just do it don't don't try to wait for everybody like the man did to, to put you in the pool or don't wait for everybody to 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 pull you this way and do that for you. And you think if you if you don't have this person, you're not gonna make it. If God told you to do it, it's already done. It's already in the making. You just gotta walk through it really. And I'm not saying it's gonna be a easy task. No, you're going to have some ups and downs, some ins and outs. It's a journey. But no, with God on your side, you will win. No matter what, you will win. You will win. It's been many times I've cried for what people said. It's been many times I've been broken. I've been, you know, lost some and gained, but I've always gained some friends. Lost some friends, gained some friends. But through it all, it's a teachable moment. It's a journey that God has placed me on. And it's a wonderful journey. And it could be a wonderful journey for you. Prepare. Prepare and stop procrastinating. Get up and move and move into the destiny that God has placed you in. I hope that you got something out of this tonight, out of preparation versus procrastination. Think about it, meditate on it, talk to God about it, and see where you are with those two words, and see how you can know better, do better, to live the right life. I love you all, be blessed, and have a great and wonderful evening. Thank you.